Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. The grocery industry is at an inflection point as retailers and manufacturers grapple with dramatic changes in how food is produced and sold and an increasingly diverse consumer base that is no longer willing to settle for the one-size-fits-all, supply-driven business model that has dominated this segment for decades. For years, grocers have catered to the consumer base they perceived as largely homogenous and with limited options for how to access or buy food, allowing them to operate on razor-thin margins by offering a broad but standard selection of products, mostly produced by trusted brands. But according to recently released research by Deloitte, growth via this model is increasingly hard to come by as consumer preferences become more specific and differentiated to reflect their racial, ethnic, economic, and social diversity. And proliferating paths to purchase via e-commerce, personal shoppers, and rapid delivery services that offer greater selection and shopping opportunities. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, Adam Almond, a principal in the U.S. retail and consumer products industry at Deloitte Consulting, shares how these shifts alongside short-term challenges like inflation, labor, and supply chain instability are reshaping the grocery industry and how retailers and manufacturers are responding. So drawing on interviews conducted this summer with 100 senior executives from U.S.-based grocery stores with more than 10,000 employees and insights from earlier research conducted by Deloitte on the future of the consumer industry more broadly, Almond shares how the grocery retail landscape is evolving and six forces of change that Deloitte has found are driving that change. Grocery in the U.S. has, has largely evolved from small regional independent model into these these larger national chains carrying you know more and more products serving more households uh across various modalities and 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 similar where i i grew up in a small rural community my my grandfather actually owned and ran the local corner grocery store in 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 the town um and that that model largely does not exist anymore um, and and you had this move towards a more you know largely homogenous customer base, a big and growing middle class, um, and and you know those two things really enabled more of a supply driven uh, you know kind of super stores larger formats that that largely exist today. Um, I'd also say you know economies of scale in those large formats with trusted brands from CPGs really, really made that one size kind of fits all approach work well. Um, you know, and, and then in the last 10 years, there, there's been continued shift as, as, as you mentioned to, to really digitize, um, the stores and, and that shift has been, and is, you know, slower in the consumer and the grocery in, uh, industry than, than other consumer based industries. Um, the pandemic obviously accelerated that that shift, and and then also on the consumer side, you have a much more diverse consumer base, an aging population, um, 
that, that that's all creating a, a really a pivot point we see in in grocery and various decisions that those grocers face on on, on where it's headed. The first force of change behind this evolution that Deloitte identifies is the changing consumer, which Allman says is pushing retailers and manufacturers to move from mass to micro mentality and offer increasingly personalized solutions. One of the things that 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 you know we're really seeing is that it's uh, overall the consumer is increasingly diverse. Um, and, and, and that is, that's only going to be amplified in, in, in the future. So the future demographic makeup will, will be noticeably older, more racially and ethnically diverse. Um, and, you know, and the impact for grocers and CPGs is that, that, you know, lull or solving for the averages of one size fits all approach, um, maybe less relevant and and be less of a value proposition move, moving forward. Indeed, Deloitte's survey found 87% of grocery retail executives said that marketing of groceries will become hyper-personalized, which Allman notes will require a new tool set to execute successfully. For example, he said, Retailers and manufacturers will need to craft marketing based on consumers' location, trips, meal plans, and how they prioritize quality, value, choice, and convenience. The second force of change influencing the industry are changing societal and cultural expectations, goals, and milestones that are changing both for how people shop and the retail workforce. Overall, it's it's seen a change in the you know what was traditionally linear milestones. Um, that that drive many consumer purchases, such as you know traditional ones like getting married, having kids, going to school, or buying a home. Um, you know they they're they're very linear in nature, and and they're becoming less predictable, and so consumers are 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 not following those you know traditional, um, uh, uh, traditional paths or journeys. Uh, that that would make their purchases more you know more more predictable, uh, and so it impacts not only you know grocery buying, and but also the retail workforce and and their expectations. And so there there is is a desire to not only you know shop but also work in businesses that share many of the same beliefs and values as uh, as, as as they do. So that that impacts you know how grocers organize such things as uh, sales events um, into into occasions, and then also where they find the people and skills um, to, to to serve those occasions. The rapid evolution and adoption of technology across every aspect of business is the third force for change that Deloitte identified, and one that Allman says is again impacting not just retailers' relationships with shoppers, but also employees. It used to be, you know, I think primarily that te- technology enabled the business. And and I think more and more the technology and services around it is fundamentally core to the, the business model. And so as an example, in in you know, in grocery, 
we could see a future where you've got a natural language model and a gen AI, generative AI chatbot that provide a weekly meal plan for your family and automatically add all the items that you would need to execute on that meal plan, uh, you know, to to shopping list and and add it to your cart. And so you have people that um as another example se separate um more on the worker side is you've got people in grocery retailers that that were experts in certain things or certain functional areas like forecasting or buying and in the future you can have an ability to holistically determine what the optimal buying or inventory quantities are and opt optimize around more variables and constraints than any individual or buyer with, you know, years of skill sets, uh, uh, years of doing it would be able to. And so those those roles are becoming more strategic or will become more strategic and more like a product manager in a tech company around improving the systems versus actual hands-on keyboard doing the, the buying or the activity. Shoppers shifting channels to find value and convenience as they become strapped for time and money in the current economy has been grabbing headlines in recent months. But Allman says Deloitte's research found radical industry upheaval goes deeper and may not be as transitory as some players once thought. Rather, he says blurring industry lines are requiring grocery retailers to rethink their role in adjacent spaces and potential partnerships to remain competitive. So th this is really about blurring the lines of traditional, you know, in industry um, industry lines to, to to grow share of wallet and and that convergence. And so, um, you know, the good thing is people people need to continue to eat, and that. That market's not changing. Um, however, the relationships that they have, the the grocery retailers have with their customers, may continue to change. And so, um, it's it's really to what extent or what brand permission do they have to expand into adjacent areas, and and how is technology and that overall drive for convenience changing those dynamics and and perhaps making the actual physical location of the store less less relevant one way this is playing out in grocery is retailers are looking to expand their private label offerings which is forcing cpg brand manufacturers to rethink their path to the consumer and as such embrace more direct to consumer offerings the fifth force of change revealed by Deloitte's research is extreme climate shifts, such as this past July, which was the hottest month the world has seen in recorded history, and rising sea levels and temperatures that threaten where crops can grow. At, at the most basic level, our, you know, our food is a product of the, the climate and the environment. So um, the supply side and, and, and cost is inherently impactful to grocery retailers so they're going to see an impact and so one you know one of the things that that, that we found some gro grocers are looking to continue to invest upstream to increase that stability and assurity of supply 
And so perhaps it's it's owning more of the manufacturing or even investments in growing operations upstream. And so also looking at various ways of how do you source and contract differently given that market volatility. And so can you how can you minimize or eliminate certain variables that either um, impact cost or your ability to have supply on the shelf to give the the retailer grocer more more control the last force of change that deloitte is tracking is shifting economics policy and power that are disrupting international food supply chains so ag- agriculture you know, relies on a global supply chain. And, and we've seen the impact of, of, of tariffs, wars, uh, shipping constraints, also labor constraints, immig- immigration policy, and, and what that can have on, on the food system that grocers depend on. And so the, the takeaway here is really a, frag, a you know, more fragmented world will only make it more complex for grocery retailers to navigate and, and keep items on, on the shelf. According to Deloitte's research, each of these factors is a force in its own right. But when combined, they amount to something more. Changing how stakeholders across the industry must think about markets, models, and mechanics. One of the things that we found helpful with, with this research is just uh, an organizing principle around markets models and, and and mechanics that that really helps us connect the themes um and 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 play out some of the implications and and, and choices for the grocery retailers um and and so for 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 markets uh specifically one of the themes that 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 really jumped out that we touched on around personalization is um is is really about mass to micro so with a more diverse and differentiated consumer base and in that technology innovation uh to to enable it uh we see the the actual execution or you know the ability to really have a mass to micro strategy uh being something possible that hasn't necessarily previously existed at scale and, and this goes back to the survey data that says, you know, 87% of the grocery execs we surveyed say that um, um, uh, marketing will become more hyper-personalized for them in the future. And so the, the, the models are really around, you know, how do you, how do, how do you go to, how do you organize and, and, and create value? And, you know, historically, a lot of that, that value and trust in 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 the store has been around those you know those those CPG CPG brands, and and we, when we talk about the industry convergence and climate changes, um, uh, you know the the survey found that ninety two percent of grocery retail execs see private label as a source of revenue growth, and you know that that revenue growth may come at the expense of a CPG brand. And, and and ultimately, retail the grocery retailers are looking for ways to um, one create differentiation for themselves versus competitors, and then two increase 
profitability. And you know, sometimes the 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 private label product of a national brand, you know, e equivalent will be up to a thousand basis points higher gross margin. And so it's it's something that exists today, um, but but definitely something that the survey results are saying um, executives see becoming more more prominent in the future because of those reasons around differentiation and um, higher profitability. Almond adds that for retailers to make the most of these shifts in markets and models they need to consider the resources that are available, including labor, to execute against the mechanics. Grocers will have to make trade-offs on, on, on how they execute and prioritize uh, in, in investments in order, to, in order to be able to operate, operationalize on, on many of these emerging uh, uh, technologies and uh, ways, ways to create new ways to create value. And so, you know, ex executing on a, a mass to micro uh, strategy or driving automation throughout the supply chain in, you know, or doing something like implementing a frictionless technology solution, all of those things require a lot, a lot of data. Um, and it, it also largely requires a different skill set from the workforce. Um, having said that, we also know that the, the overall, you know, associate experience is very much a focus area for many retail executives with 84% of the execs thinking that the, the store, that store associated experience needs to be on par with their investments and how they think about the, the customer experience as well. Reflecting on the research, Allman says that the study boils down to three key takeaways. Um, one is, you know, consumers have and will continue to become increasingly diverse. And advanced technology is proliferating, already proliferating the grocery aisle. Um, and, and the grocery industry is, is shifting its strategy in creating custom customized experiences. Um, around those trends. The, the, the second one somewhat related is that given those, those changing consumer demands, um, there's also new competitive pressures and, and, and grocery retailer is retail is really, really poised to kind of push those traditional bounds of what, what that addressable market is. And, and so, Similar to what we talked about, looking looking for uh, opportunities up or down the value stream, or even in adjacent services or areas that they're not serving today. the The third key takeaway is is really around the technology and and data that are proliferating that that in store experience, and has the have the ability to impact the mechanics of not only the consumer experience, but also the worker experience and ultimately how work and task within the store get done. Um, to make these changes, some retailers may have to grapple with their uh, organizational structure or culture. 
Others may need to, um, you know, confront the reality of the, the the current physical footprint in real estate that they have, and reconcile how they how they right size that, um, and in how they make the kinds of investments required um, on already thin margins while addressing some of these, you know, near-term uh, priorities as well. For Almond, one of the most exciting takeaways from the report is that even though responding to these changing competitive pressures can feel overwhelming, these shifts are also opening new addressable markets for players across the grocery industry. He also encourages those who are looking to make the most out of these changes to check out the full report on Deloitte's website under Insights. It's also available in the story accompanying this podcast at foodnavigator-usa.com. With that, we've come to the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope that you'll join me again for another installment, and to help you remember, I encourage you to subscribe. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week.